blitz. I have to. There's been a couple times when she's like, "Ooh, bottle of water." I'm like, "No, take this bottle of water." You know what I mean? She tries to pick up mine, where I kind of try to set them to the side, like empty the water and put in some vodka. And yeah, and the, I've spent hundreds of thousands of dollars developing a secret laboratory underneath my garage with a series of elaborate security checkpoints and booby traps. Uh, Those booby to- traps are nuts. Some of them range from like really sophisticated like you'd see at the pentagon but then also just like a paint can on a string flies by my head (laughs) they're they're, uh they're basically like um you know it's all pulled from pop culture so you have like facial recognition and voice software and stuff pulled from spy movies or whatever and then you have the paint can like home alone style and then you have the thing that cuts off your head like the indiana jones style and the spelling out of job over the you know Mm -hmm. Over yeah. the sand and everything like that, so it's it's all there's several several booby traps, mostly movie references too. Like it's clear that that's like oh my god, it's a paint can. So oh, that's Home Alone. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Things trying to cut off my head. <laughs> Indiana Jones. Nice. Yeah, right. Exactly. So they they kind of have a jolt of adrenaline and they're like, wait, cool. Yeah, kind of cool. Nice. So this is Jargon Boys, the podcast where we talk about anything and everything. I am your host, Reegs, alongside with my additional host, Matt. Hello, everyone. Hello, indeed. I'm not coming through twice, am I? I forgot to mute myself in one of the many platforms we're recording on. Uh, no, not to me. All right, good. Well, I, you're com- your video is coming in choppy, so we'll see how this goes if anybody ever hears this or we have to start over again but this is dragon boys this is our third episode ever um we're having a lot of fun recording this talking about whatever we really want to the the, the there's no strings on us no one's pulling the strings and telling us hey you have to talk about this or oh it's a it's a food review or a, or a review show so we have to talk about this we talk about whatever we want and no, cor- no corporate interests here no corporate right. interests in this house. You've mentioned how you feel extremely liberated. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm part of the. I'm usually on the other end of the spectrum, where I'm the corporate interest trying to get into and pull <laughs> the strings. So, like, I just don't want anything to do with strings after a long day of that of pulling strings, getting my strings pulled by people above me, and then you know it's just a whole network of strings, like a yarn ball. Of corporate interest and f- intrigue, and you get yes, uh, and you get rid of all all. You said all strings, so like the stuff, like the ones on your blinds, for instance. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't have. Off. I don't even have blinds on it anymore. I mean, because I tried to glue blinds on there, and it turned out that there that the was windows. yeah the windows exactly. Uh, so that that turned out to actually be counterproductive because then I just you know, glued them shut and there was just blackness and darkness in our house. So <laughs> I just took it off. You know, I just took it off. I said, you know what world you can look at me. This is me. This is who I am, you know? Right. And that that's, I mean, and that itself is liberating much like record. And that's how you feel. And we feel recording this show. Cause we're talking about whatever we want. Like we talked about sweatpants. The first episode, we talked about gambling last episode, which, of course, brings us to this episode that you're listening to right now. And what are we talking about today, Matt? We're going to be talking about the almighty video game. Oh, the video game. We have so much history with video games, just from 
I mean, it's one of the earliest things that I can remember just playing like the original Nintendo. I mean, we're, I'm, I'm going to age myself. We're going to age ourselves while we're talking about this. Um, oh, yeah, significantly. I'm gonna, they're going to think I'm an 80-year-old after I'm done with this, I know. this, this particular podcast. Because <laughs> everybody listens, it's going to be listening to this are like, you know, Fortnite 19-year-olds. That's probably going to be listening to this. You know what I mean? Like that, mm-hmm. they, They're not going to know what Duck Hunt is. They're not going to know what... Um, another example of an old game is (laughs) they're not going to know what it's like to blow endlessly on a cartridge for hours thinking that was the holy grail of solutions to your video game problems it did work it It did it was it was even though the video games companies said don't do that because then like flecks of saliva can fall get into the game and then destroy it i'm like well that's a pretty shitty game if that's one like infantizal like yeah. not even noticeable fleck of unless you're like you know doing the fart sound with your tongue out of your mouth like you a gotta have a dry on. a dry blow is key and they all tell you that when you're buying the games but dry blow good wet blow bad yes and then, there's signs all over the stores that say that mm-hmm. so you're, you're a fool if you haven't seen them but let's let's take you know we like to you know start at the beginning so to speak on some of these episodes where we we try to talk about as much as we can about the particular topic so let me ask you this what is your earliest memory of a video game playing them or you know just any any memory i think nes was the first system the original nintendo with again with the cartridges and such and they had a duck hunt you mentioned Mm -hmm. that that was one of my earliest memories that uh, that damn dog just laughing at you, <laughs> laughing at you like it was some kind of king, like it was some kind of like it could shoot, you know, like it was like oh I could do better than you at this. It's like you're a stupid idiot dog. You couldn't yeah. even shoot, but you know you can't operate the gun. Yeah, I, I have a lot. I've seen a lot of therapists about the dog. So I mean, the dog just laughing at me. I think that was my earliest experience of just embarrassment. Mm-hmm. Um, so that game <laughs> not being able to get over the dog <laughs> um and then you know godzilla i remember that game if king of monsters i think it was called godzilla where, yeah it was like an nes game and you were godzilla or you chose whoever and you just kind of worked your way through all the bosses and it, the the scenery never changed like very rarely did it ever change you thought the game was broken you're like um <laughs> what's going on here <laughs> and then you faced you know um Mothra and Hydra and classic classic villains. Mm -hmm. Godzilla villains. Godzilla villains, of course. And um, yeah, then you would just kind of keep going. And we never actually really beat the game because those games are always like sort of confusing since they were made for children. You'd think they'd be a little bit more, you know, straightforward, but these were a little bit harder. Echo the Dolphin for Sega. Oh my God. One of my favorite and one of the most confusing games of all time. That's. I'm glad you brought that up because that is one of my. I mean, my. I, I do vaguely. I remember playing the NES, but I, I don't remember. I remember playing it like at my grandma's house because she had it there, and like she <laughs> only had like Duck Hunt and then the original Mario. Like the, it was the only thing. Right. So whenever I would go over there, we I play as a kid and get to play video games like that. Is I got a lot of experience with that, and that's that's one of my earlier memories. But my most, I would say probably Sega. I maybe like as a kid, an early kid before the N64, because that was more my, you know, 
preteen teen years, so mm-hmm. to speak, the uh, the N64. But as a kid, the Sega, I played the shit out of that. And Echo the Dolphin, I think that came with it when you got Sega. Yes. Still today, maybe the most, uh, the least rewarding game, yes. most confusing, and there's the, the least amount of direction too. There, I, I I think I, there's you know how do you how do you win at that game? Did you ever play or were you ever good at that game? No, I could never get out of the fucking cove or whatever <laughs> it was. I could not get out of it. Me and my sister tried forever, and. It just had no street. You couldn't jump over the walls. Right. And people who played the game, who know the who knew the life, know what I'm talking about. And you just keep ramming your head into like rocks, thinking like there were secret passageways or something like that. I could never get out of that damn cove again. And yet another psychologically scarring moment for me oh. <laughs> due to video games. Yeah, for early video games too. Like that's you know, the duck hunt duck, and then Echo the dolphin. A lot of animal related problems mm-hmm. too. Yeah, that's why I had to kind of, you know, take animal therapy almost. It was like pet the dog. I'm like, well, the dog's gonna laugh at me, and then it's gonna, I'm gonna have to, you know, attack it or something. And you know, it just really didn't work out. Was a pet administering the therapy? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there was a there like was a, a dog. It was like a dog with a <laughs> parrot on top of it, like one of those talking. Parrots. Interesting. So it was like a pirate dog almost. Yeah, I mean, on an unrelated note, it had had been, you know, it had it had been involved in dog fighting and unfortunate an unfortunate thing, and it had suffered an injury to its eye, so it did have an eye patch. But it's mm. not really called like if it's a pirate dog, it's more pirate dogs. You know, it's not like humans are sick and not the sick dog fighting. You know, relax everybody. It's more like he's kind of going around and being a street tough. So to speak. Well, yes, exactly. I don't mean about human administered. I should have clarified that. Thank you, Mike. I don't mean about human administered. You canceled, Matt. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> not advocating dog fighting. <laughs> I'm just saying this dog that I went to therapy for with a pirate, uh, oh, with yeah. a parrot on its back. Uh, he was kind of got into street fights, like we get into random fights in the street, not like an administered, like underground thing or anything like that. Like a fight, like in the video game parlance, you know, like a, like a street fighter, so to speak, or a Mortal Kombat. Mortal mm. Kombat. Yeah. Speaking of speaking of video game, I mean, now that that's a hot video game topic. It's in the. People are talking about it with the new movie that just came out. Did you watch? I know this is going to timestamp this episode, but it, it still will be new by the time you hear this. You wish. <laughs> right. Did you watch that movie or have you played Mortal A, did you have, uh, did you play Mortal Kombat as a child? And B, did you watch the movie? Uh, no, I, I did. Well, I have not watched the movie yet. Um, that's a big yes because I plan on doing that. And but I did play it as a child. I don't know what system was that on. Was that on like originally? I think it was on. I remember first playing it. I think on um, Nintendo sixty four, or maybe it was Sega that I first played. I don't know. I know I had one for N sixty four, and then that was that was like probably my favorite one. The original, like not the original one, but the original one that for me in my life that I played. And then I continued to play them like when they were on Xbox and everything. They were always like so cool, simple, fun mm-hmm. games, you know? Yeah. I mean, you could be, you could get really good at it and like know all the moves mm-hmm. or like memorize move patterns or something or how the, or you could just butt mash, which is, 
usually what I resorted to, especially against some of some people, because I didn't own the game myself. I had played the game several times with at friends' houses and stuff like that. So I would just kind of be like, mm, let's see what happens when I just combine this, <laughs> this these buttons together. I don't know what I'm pushing, but let's see. That's a big. I'm glad you mentioned that too, because like, there's a huge distinction between video games that you own and video games that you play at friends' houses, and that's. I don't know. I always look at them in like different. Like I think I have a lower bar, I guess, for ones that I play at friends' houses. Mm-hmm. But there's some that I've just like. I remember play at your house back in early high school days, GTA Three. Oh like yeah, that you know hooked like that. That was that's you know it's a classic. It's still one of my favorite games of all time. So you, yeah, you discover was, some gems. That was one of my first games I became like addicted to, and that was. You know, I never played video games that much as a kid, but like I became super addicted to GTA 3 and, you know, uh, it's ultra violence and, you know, <laughs> doing all the uh, the missions without the, you know, without the cheats, of course, without the cheats. We do it straight up over in this this podcast here. So that's right. Um, and just being like enthralled with it was just like take that game took a radical change because it went from GTA 2, which was like basic bird's eye view kind of viewing of what mm-hmm. you were doing, to like you were on. And then I remember thinking, playing GTA 2, I'm like, it would be cool if they put it on that <laughs> level. And then they did it. So it'd be I cool mean, if we could like see this more. Yeah, <laughs> this would be cool if I wasn't watching this as if I was a hawk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the bird's eye view. I never, I never understood that. It's, it's, it's. It, I'm glad they got they moved. Yeah, the open world type game, which I think was like one of the first to do that. Um, in the in that in the in that era. So I don't know. I, I remember reading something like that. It's very, it's revolutionary in a few ways. It always makes like the top five video games of all time lists mm-hmm. you know, that are out there. But I love that one. It was it was great. But I think well, we were talking Mortal Kombat. I'm sorry, I got derailed us with GTA. But this is how this podcast works. It's a free flowing. What do you expect? When we don't have strings around here. No we're strings. Just, we're just flying around like and we're in outer space almost. That is where one of the strings would come in. Like you know, we were talking Mortal Kombat. I start talking GTA three, and that string would slightly or not slightly tighten around my neck, and you're getting just me yank, to talk yank about you back. I mean, Mortal Kombat, yes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I did watch the movie, though. Oh, was it good? It was good. I liked it. I'm not going to give anything away, but they check enough boxes for nostalgic purposes, which is fun. I mean, it's not like video game movies, I feel, overall have a very defined ceiling where yeah. they're, they're only going to be so good. And... Um, you know this meets that i feel like this hits it where it needs to sure it could a little bit could have been better but i thought it was good for i mean it's one of the better mortal Kombat movies that are out there all the the rest the one i remember seeing before was just a huge pile of shit so yeah but both of them really weren't great um there were the i the most memorable thing i can remember from them is the song where it's Mortal Kombat. <laughs> so I heard this one is rated Such a R. Yeah. I know it was. It's like if you want to talk about songs that make you want to run through a wall nowadays, you know that's that's the saying. That was one when I was a kid. Be like, Wah! and then just go and attack your buddy or something. Like that. <laughs> um, but I heard this one is rated R. Did that do it any service or disservice? Yes, it was, um, I mean, for violence fact, I mean, it was, you know, good violence that you'd expect from Mortal Kombat. It was a little, like, 
a little over the top in certain ways, but I thought I liked it for you know for what it was. It was it was pretty silly a lot of the time too. Just like you know, one for really, give giving too much away but like one guy just yells out like when he kills someone he yells out flawless victory which i I laughed out loud when i saw that um so it's good i feel like it's like a slightly it can't it's verging on over the top a little bit but it it worked for for mortal Kombat. you know yeah right so okay that's cool um check it out did they ever do the toasty thing or what is it what does that guy say remember he's like toasty oh yeah i don't know i don't remember i know exactly what you're talking about i don't know what he says but no they did not do that and that would have been great <laughs> they'd be like just randomly like refer to it because i feel like the thing the ceiling you were talking about going to that point and tying it into what i was this what we're talking about now is like they force you know maybe the dedicated moral combat player slash watcher whatever dedicated fan knows the lore and the backstory to all these people but like the casual person who's playing mortal Kombat doesn't know and then right. it goes into a movie format and they're like forcing all this random storyline that you're like what sub-zero is his brother or something you're like when did that happen it has all this unnecessary lore when you consider how simple the gameplay is. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's not like it's, you know, like all this involves, so you're just fighting people to, to the death. Like, it's, <laughs> it's pretty straightforward. It's pretty stra- cut and dry. So, <laughs> yeah. Either you die or he dies. That's it. <laughs> it's one of two outcomes. The the buttons were fun. Like, you mentioned uh, button smashing and everything and, like, figuring out the moves and whatnot. I would try to do that. And I would, I, like, get good to a certain extent. But then I would never, like, I don't know, I would just always, like, lose interest at a certain point. I'd master, like, two fatalities and then call it a day and then just always, <laughs> always play that guy and always do those moves. Right. And then you get screwed if you, like, you play against somebody, like, uh, maybe it's a new friend that comes over. He's like, hey, you want to play Mortal Kombat? And he's like, yeah, I'm always Sub-Zero. And you're like, shit, shit, damn it. What am I going to do? I'm ruined. <laughs> <laughs> My plan is falling apart. Yeah, I mean that's when it comes to that's like that's you know street cred, when, right? You know, it's, you yeah. know, there's not much you can value. Bank, I mean, you're just before you get like a, a job and everything, you know, you're just playing video games with your friends. Like that is your that's your street cred, cred you, right there. When you're talking about around your water cooler quotation marks for children, whatever that may be. Well, teenager, yeah, I guess they're children, teenager. Yeah, children, teenager, you know, like. Um, I just reverted back to like seventeen-year-old me and heard someone calling me a child. I'm like, no, I'm not a child. <laughs> Get it right, all right. I'm seventeen. I've been on this earth for seventeen years. Um, so what were you saying? Yeah, that was just going to your point about the street cred. Like when people were talking, the kids were talking at the playground or something. You know, you'd mm-hmm. be like, "Did you see you, Matt? Is unbelievable at Mortal Kombat." Yeah, yeah, he can't be beat. I tried beating him. He went through all our series of friends because back in the day when you're playing these games and like GoldenEye, let's say, uh, that's a whole other topic. Oh, you man. would you would still be together. You yeah. know what I mean? Like obviously now we have online platforms and stuff like that, so you don't have to be. But like video games still require you to be together using the same thing and like the, linking up and yeah. you, you know you'd still be in the same room. So. People would be watching you. You'd have like an audience watching you play the game, and it was kind of like 
a shining it was an moment. Event. Yeah, a shining moment when you were just dominating everyone. Yeah, not that I really experienced that, but I, I, I talk about that with the dog therapist parrot combination you know, <laughs> several times. I never dominated the way I needed to, and it all started because that f- dog laughed at me. <laughs> you can't not see it. Um, I know what you mean, though. It was like an event, and like uh, long, long are the days of you know bringing a controller to your friend's house mm-hmm. to you know because you want to play multiplayer gold and Goldeneye. God, I mean, we are again aging ourselves. I don't think we've talked about any new games, but this <laughs> yeah. is um, old guy podcast. I yeah, will oh, call it. Yeah, we're yeah. Well, you'll they'll figure that out. I'm sure they figured that out by now. But we've um, lost all Gen Z so so far. <laughs> I don't think Gen Z listens to podcasts. I don't. I, I remember hearing that they're too they're too cool for that. I guess it's a millennial thing. But unbelievable. But Goldeneye, another one with you know movie, movie and, uh, and video game, which I love. I love the Goldeneye movie too. I love the video game more, but I really do like the the movie it's 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 fun i know it doesn't get the best it's not thought of in in terms of like bond movies it's not up there on the list but you know it's the one i remember you know i was like prime impressionable years when Mm -hmm. i watched this movie and played this game like for stuff to like stick and like remember from my childhood like this was the age i think it was like i don't know probably like nine Mm -hmm. or so you know yeah roughly that sounds about right yeah, you just like that. You lock shit in, then like especially shit. Like I was playing this game all the fucking time. Yeah, I mean your your brain at that point they've just laid wet cement <laughs> down basically as a, as an analogy. You know they they've just and they, this is going to be just ingrained in your skull for the rest of your life. Like I have I personally believe that the newer bonds are better than those kind of, those bonds. Um, but that Goldeneye movie will always hold a place in my, you know, my memory and my heart for that. So thank you, Pierce Brosnan. Your tiny, <laughs> tiny heart. Yeah, my my tiny, you know, Grinch, like, Pr- Grinch, Gr- <laughs> Grinch style heart. <laughs> there's, few, there's two things in there. There's my wife and Goldeneye, and that's it. That's yeah. That's, <laughs> that's all it's got room for. Yeah, that's all I can all I can handle right now. Okay, so I've been working on it with my therapist. So I think I've talked enough about that. You have. You've got a like a, a myriad of issues that you have to work <laughs> through. Um, yeah. What is your favorite? So we've talked about this too. Like games with friends. I think it does. It takes on a new level than like just playing by yourself. Like games that you can play with friends, or maybe like not necessarily required, but it's just more fun to do that. What are your, like, some of yours that you, I mean, I, for example, I remember, like, Halo is one of my big ones. Like, just pl- getting together with friends and everything and just playing that, which was always a lot of fun. Like you said, it was an event to kind of mm-hmm. do that. Do you have any specifically that you recall that you love? Because um, we both played, like, the first-person shooter one, but everyone has, like, their own different, like, some people are Call of Duty people or Halo people. Where do you fall? Um, I kind of, I'm all over the map. There's a couple games that kind of cover each spectrum, uh, or each different type of game that I've played that I've kind of gotten involved in. Never really seriously, but to a point where I was like, so Call of Duty, um, we had over at a friend's house one time, we really got into beating missions and like stuff like that. So we all kind of were working together to do that and just switching off controller, um, 
I played this one from Dreamcast, and this was just like a random game we got in, like obsessed oh God, with. Dreamcast. Remember that? Yeah, yeah, Dreamcast. The huge like, what the Xbox controller is, like a minimized version of the or a maximized version of the Xbox controller. Like it's so it's like a big just hunk of plastic you're holding in your hands. <laughs> it's so awkward. It's like the weirdest controller design concept I've ever seen. Some but, people love it. People like freak out over the Dreamcast controller. I don't know. Like it's people freak out over controllers too in general. But isn't it crazy? And I want to I want to mention this because you mentioned it and I, it got me thinking about it. But the the blowing in the cartridges and then the discs and the, all the physical media that has been involved with games. Mm-hmm. Now, isn't it? In, it's the one thing that blows my mind that games from the N sixty four days, and that's the game I remember when I was uh, the game the system I may probably played the most or at least bought the most for. Those games are fucking seventy dollars, and not only does it the 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 games decrease in price they decrease in size too, to the point where they're nothing now yeah they are nothing you just it's a it's a download electronically there's no physical media anymore right and it's insane doesn't that, yeah. that blow your fucking mind it does it does blow my mind it's it constantly is like so i'm i have my old man moments when i'm like let's get this video game i'm like how do we how do we get it do we order it from the store or like do should we wait a couple weeks and they're like no you just download it right here and i'm like what down what download Mm -hmm. what (laughs) yeah and you're 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 famously you know like soup not tech savvy not very tech savvy at all uh so these i these things like when i was like when so Katie wanted the new Call of Duty, Katie, my wife, wanted the new Call of Duty Cold War, and I was like, Yeah, let's get it, you know. And I'm looking at it and I'm like, $70, that's crazy. And that's <laughs> it's literally what I said to her because I say those things to her all the time. Oh, everyone that's just listening just really missed out on like a cool little dance you just did when you said that. <laughs> but sorry, continue. It's it's like a head bob almost. That's crazy. Oh man, it was even better this time. <laughs> so, but the just the loss of all those kinds of things and the collectibles, like people kind of collect them, like look at my collection mm-hmm. of video games or DVDs or whatever it may be. I mean, we're talking specifically about video games now, but before it was, um, you know, it could be anything. All the hard media and hardware, um, all the physical stuff you collected to do these things is gone now and it's kind of a strange you would think it would be cheaper you know like you think the cost of the video games back in the day would be more expensive because they had to literally produce them yeah all the cart like the and the huge um boxes that they would come into like it would yeah. damage the cartridge inside the box and i know the discs were different but yeah it was just it's it, i mean i I don't know. I don't know. Some part of me is like, oh, it's super easy to not have to go to the store. But, you know, it's same thing as like the, you know, the blockbuster documentary that came out, the nostalgia of going to the movie store to rent movies. It's the same thing with video games, too. And oftentimes they were in the same store. But just, you know, getting to do that was was a lot of fun. And it's it's I don't know. It's almost too dangerous for me to be able to just buy it from my couch because I bought like a few games where I'm like, I don't really 
need and i like buy it and i play it for like three days and then i never play it again so it's like oh that was 60 dollars well spent you know, <laughs> yeah, just right. down the drain i guess if you go into it yeah like when you were how it's almost as if now they've the rental process was a nice buffer process so you buffer pro buffer like area where you could rent the game right for a fraction of the cost and then try it out and then see if you wanted to do it and then if you really liked it and really got into it you bought the game exactly i mean the stakes were a lot higher back then too i mean i'm not a millionaire but i am making more money now than when i was 13 (laughs) so like i mean it's it was a bigger deal then to buy a game which adds into it but i don't know i miss the 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 big crappy cartridges that i get so pissed off on you were blowing into them and it would work sometimes and you convinced yourself that that was you know how (laughs) how it worked and everything it's just just do this like if we if you had yelled at it and then it randomly like fixed itself you would think yelling at it was the best this is what you got to do and then you'd bring it over to your friend's house be like you got to yell at it dude (laughs) what is your um you know as we as as we're getting to the the latter part of the show what what let's let's talk favorites shall we let's talk favorites of the category let's go with favorite we were going to do a Mount Rushmore, but, you know, I, we didn't really plan anything for that. So um, <laughs> we're just going to talk. Um, fav, fav, what fav, Let's go favorite system first. Mm, favorite system, huh? And you have to go first, and you have to say a system that is your favorite, in case that wasn't clear. Mm, thank you for clarifying. No, you're welcome. Um, co-host. Um, host you know, I'm debating between two. So I'm going to land on PlayStation. GTA 3 was for PlayStation 2, right? Correct. That was Yeah, so PlayStation 2 was probably the pinnacle for me. Um, but basically, it was like, I think that or Sega was one that was pretty big for me, too. So I'm, I'm going to say... You have to pick one now. If you if if you had to pick two, I would have said the question, "Hey, what are your two favorite?" <laughs> consoles? All right, just quit <laughs> pressuring me. Um, I would say PlayStation Two because nice. GTA Three is one of my favorite games, as well as GTA Vice City, which I think came out for PlayStation Two too, right? It did, and I remember that. Oh my god, that was so exciting that when that came out, I was we were in high school, and I just I remember being very excited for that game more than. Because of how great GTA Three was, and right? Yeah, and the 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 theme of that game was so cool. Like it was like Scarface eighties Miami kind of thing. Yeah, no, that was oh, it was it was it was great. It was maybe better than the than the third one, but the, you know the third being the original always holds a, a more special place. But I really I loved Vice City. That would be that might make my mount game more, which mm. we could do it. But um, you know, I think us thinking about stuff on air is doesn't make for good podcasts you know just like a lot of um <laughs> what's my number three? what do you think about this like a whole tons of minutes of silence yeah uh, but playstation 2 would be the game the choice i would make playstation 2 nice nice solid choice very very solid choice i would make that would be up there too um for me but i think i got i gotta go in 64 you're a big gotta 64 go. guy you were a big 64 guy yeah i was i mean just the it has some of my all-time. I mean, Mario sixty-four. It's my favorite Mario. I mean, it's. it's I can still. I just played that 
recently they let it out or they uh, released it for the Switch with a couple old Mario games. So good. I just remember I was I I like played it for like eight hours one day until like <laughs> three o'clock in the morning, and my eyes were like on fire just from like just playing the games for so much. But it was so great. I it just you know you, you know it, it takes me out too. You know, playing a video game and you're really sucked into it and you love playing and you you're really enjoying the game. It kind of just like it's a good escape. Which oh I, absolutely. Which I it really really enjoyed. So check if you were a fan of that, they do have it for the Switch. In case you did not know, I'm sure you do. But um, yeah, I have seen it. I actually just recently played Mario Party on the Switch. My friend oh, has a Switch, and the, the new Mario Party was, you know, it was kind of cool. And you can do it's got the little the Switch. You know, if, I'm sure everybody's familiar, but like the little the tiny controller that has like you know kind of like the wii controller but a smaller oh, yeah. version of that yeah, yeah the switch controller yeah yeah so it's you know you manipulate that and you do cool games but switch is pretty sweet switch is pretty sweet and n64 i never had an n64 i think it was kind of weird people went you had two dichotomies you had like sega people and sega went to playstation almost which is what i went for and then like you had N64 people in Xbox, which I think I don't know if you had an Xbox. I know obviously you had an N64, but uh, did you have an Xbox? I did. Yeah, I had an Xbox. I had um, I got because that's what all I would ask for. So I ended up I didn't get them all at the same time, obviously, but I would have I had an N64 for a long time, and then I did eventually get a PS2, and then because um, it was it the Nintendo and Sony start like that was the original console wars. Because I'm pretty sure Xbox came out much later. Then, yeah, because like, it was Microsoft and stuff, right? Yeah, and then that came out much later than that. Um, and then, so yeah, it was always between like Nintendo and Sony. And I did have, a, I had a PS1 for a little bit, but I didn't really play. I played like Crash Bandicoot and then that snowboarding game. 1080 um, or 1080, something? 1080, hell yes. Yeah, I played that one a bunch. Um, but then PS2, I played a bunch too. Um, what was the question though? What did you ask me? Did you ask me something? <laughs> no i was just i asked you if you had an xbox oh yeah because yes. it seemed like <laughs> it seemed like just in in my experience like so i never had an n64 but i had you know i played it at friend's right. house like your house or other friend's house you know played goldeneye and whatever but at sega so i played like sonic oh yeah and that was pretty much it like i don't remember many other games from sega i'm sure there are tons that i'm just totally forgetting about but I can tell you one right out that I played recently again too, and it was another game definitely for children that was crazy difficult. And it was it was actually two games, but they're both very similar. It was a Lion King game mm. and the Aladdin game. They were both. I remember the Aladdin game. Yes, both for Sega, and they released them again. They did. They're doing this thing where they're releasing like old games in like two packs, which I really really enjoy. Um. But I played them. I, I want to say I played this. I, it was like early into quarantine, I think. So it was like, I guess it was, Jesus, it was almost a year ago. Yeah. But um, I bought it and I was just playing. Aaron was, my wife was was um, doing something. She was like Zooming with her friends or something like that. So I just um, started playing this and I played it for like three or four hours. And my God, how <laughs> difficult it is. I was just like swearing at the TV, getting so pissed. Like, how, how did I play this game as a child and i'm struggling <laughs> now and I, I'm, like child me was probably way better at video games than i am now so i guess that does make sense but i just i can't believe how much i was struggling with it it was 
crazy. But that was another I, game. That, no, one other game for Sega, I remember. I don't remember much more. I remember the Aladdin game being extremely difficult, like trying to fly the carpet oh, and yeah. do all that stuff. I mean, I haven't played it in a while, but obviously you can talk to that. Like the flying carpet parts, I know, I remember were... Or trying to beat Jafar as, like, the genie or whatever he was. Like, his mm. ultimate character at the end of it was was super difficult. What other games was super difficult on Sega? I mean, Sonic had its moments of total frustration. Yeah. Um, Sonic was great, though. Sonic was just such a, a classic. And it was actual video, like, you know, it was only a video game for a while. I know they had the cartoon show, but, like, you think, like, I don't know, playing a Lion King game or something. You think the game's gonna you don't think the game's gonna be one of the hardest games you've ever played in your entire life. <laughs> Especially because it's so embarrassing to tell people Right. <laughs> man, God passes level in the Lion King game. <laughs> what and took like, me all night. And I'm in my thirties. Yeah, yeah so. right. <laughs> I am not a pedophile, by the way. What um, um what was I gonna say? Oh yeah, so you said so your favorite console. We set our favorite consoles. Let's go to two. Maybe like do one or two more. So let's just start. Let's just not be around the bush. Let's stop fucking um, wasting everybody's time and just talk about. We're talking about video games. What is your favorite? And we kind of hinted at this. What is your favorite game of all time? Pick mm-hmm. one. You're a desert island game. You're on a desert island, then and, and there are they are set up with uh, whatever system you choose. And a nice TV and like a whole esports sweet ass setup. You know, you got the chair and the headphones and and all the accoutrement of video mm. games. And mm. but just one video game you get to choose. What do you choose? Oh man! So I mean, the first one that pops into my head, which is probably the first, you know, my the choice that I would agree with the most is GTA Three. I think that was like a game for me that when I played it, it like changed my normally as a kid, I wasn't a big game video game player. You know, I played them here and there, but I wasn't one that like went home and looked to do that first. You know what I mean? I would go finishing your schoolwork. Of course, I was finishing my studies, uh, my many studies that I had, my advanced classes of mathematics and such. Mm hmm. No time to talk about those. I advanced mean, it was such. Inva- it was called advanced and such. <laughs> the class was called mathematics, advanced and such. <laughs> we would do tough problems like two plus two and where's the kitty cat and stuff like that. You know, that's not really, really, yeah, that's not really a math problem though. You know, <laughs> it's just a more of a direct. Question. That was. <laughs> was uh geography i think oh yes yeah okay. that was that was geography it was the mathematics of geography mm-hmm. yeah that's some really brain busting stuff but i mean that's a good i you know i'm not surprised you chose that it's mm-hmm. a good choice classic game like we said it's it's always on the lists so yeah that was one of the games that like i would come home and i'd want us to do that instead of play outside or go play a sport or something stick like ball that. You know, stickball with my rough and tumble group that means well, but comes from shady backgrounds on the other yeah. side of town. You all have like you know interesting, unique quirks about you, and we all have u- useful, unique life experiences that make us great baseball players. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, like ragtag group of fellas. For example, Mitty Jones. You know, he was always running the mid guy. Yeah, he was. 
he was always <laughs> he was always running from from uh you know he'd have to steal bread for his mom because they were poor and he would always run so he's good at stealing bases oh yeah okay that's good that i mean that makes sense and that's what he would uh yeah, so you play. This is obviously in the old country that you come from. We don't have to say which one it is, but that's very interesting and fun. And I'm really glad you shared that with us because it's mm-hmm. is as crazy and silly as it is believable. Um, but on to me. Um, yes. What do you think? What's yours? What's your choice? Yes. Thank God we're talking about me finally. Um, <laughs> this guy's a train wreck. <laughs> um oh what was uh, my favorite video game it's gonna be one we haven't talked about and i'm glad we're talking about it now because it is a huge part of my life and or was not is but i still kind of dabble occasionally but it is not on a console of any kind except for a computer so i wouldn't even need to burden them with buying a console at this Mm. esports gaming lounge on my desert island deserted island um uh it would be world of warcraft I, I had a few. I had a feeling you were going to say that one. It's just because now I would. I would hope I wouldn't have to pay for the subscription if it's my desert island. I game. mean, yeah, you're you're stranded out there. My I mean, car's the sin- not going through. Like, what the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> what? I forgot my password. <laughs> but yeah, that would be it. Um, I played it. Uh, one of the. I mean, I've got. I played that game very hardcore in my late teens, early twenties. I loved it. As many did, a lot of people played it. I know it's a pretty basic answer. We talked about a lot of basic things and a lot of like hardcore video game people are going to be like, mm, well, what about this one that no one's ever heard of? And it's like, shut up. You know, it's not yeah. like we're talking about cool stuff now that everyone's heard of it. Everybody loves and you know every, it's cool because everybody does love it. Exactly. Like World of Warcraft, which that would definitely be my choice because um, you can there's no real end to it ever which is mm. nice. You're always continuing to, there's always something you can do, which keeps you, you, keeps you playing, keeps you hooked. Right. Yeah. Like a, like a junkie chasing a, chasing a fix. Yeah. And you are, and you are doing that a lot of the time too in the game. So that would probably be it. My desert Island, my top game, top, my goat, you Michael Jordan through, of games. You went through a lot of keyboards, as I understand with that video game. Oh my you? God. So many keyboards. I would smash <laughs> keyboards. Yeah. I have like a, I would just take my anger out on the controller or the keyboard, you know, when I was a kid, just throw the controller on the ground. I was like a total huge baby about <laughs> playing video games, too, when I would lose. And it wasn't so much when I would lose, it's when I would continually do something for about three hours <laughs> and not get any better at it. That would be when the frustration would really set in. That's but, a natural frustrating point. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. I mean, like, here's a tooth, uh, here's a genre that I'm kind of curious your thoughts about how about those like terrifying video games like oh, Resident Evil yeah like horror video games yeah I right that's a good question I don't um to be honest with you I I've maybe have played one before I can't remember what the name of it those for the life of me but it was one of those ones for um I don't know it was for like a early 360 game uh, god I'm killing myself I can't think of the name um but I haven't played much of those, but I've heard they're like legit scary. Like, and that would really like probably freak me out more so. And I, maybe we should try, like, you know, I, maybe I'll give it a shot one of these days. Um, but to like, you know, play a really scary video game by yourself, like, I think would almost be more 
uh, frightening than watching a scary movie by yourself because you're like more in the environment, so to speak. You're controlling right. shit, and you're, your your like, guy is dying. You have to pay attention to more. You really, I mean, I think just inherently you pay attention more to a video game than a movie just on a base level because it's an interactive experience. So Yeah, right. It doesn't go forward unless you push the story forward. Exactly. Like advancing the character, whoever it is. So, yeah, no, I never really dabbled in that, but I have heard they're like, it's, it's legit. How about you? Have you played any of them? I played one. It was kind of an obscure one. I never really played Resident Evil. Um, that was one for PlayStation as well. I believe yes. that was PlayStation console. Classic. Uh, there was franchise. one, something darkness or devils, some devil may cry. That's it. Oh yeah, I, I played one devil of like the may three games you uh, had along with GTA three back. In the <laughs> yeah, day. right. And you just never stopped playing GTA three. You never knew and anything else. My sister's husband uh, at the time. Well, he's husband now, boyfriend at the time. Also, you can call him your brother-in-law. My brother-in-law. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> these terms. Uh, he was like, oh, I'm like sneakily good at this game. And I'm like, okay. And we just played it all day and we ended up beating it. But that was kind of a terrifying game. You know, I was older at that time, so it wasn't as like scary. But like you turn the lights off, you get, you go through a couple of those transition scenes, you know, those scenes like that, you know, have a lot of video to them or something or a part of the story, like setting up part of the storyline or whatever. And those can be a little... Little, little sketchy, little terrifying. Um, Definitely wear your wear through some diapers playing those oh, games. Yeah. A lot of diapers wear it out. A lot mm. of diapers wear it out. One game we haven't talked about, and I, I never was. I was a big. F- I liked playing the game, mm-hmm. but then I never actually played the game. Mm. If you, that makes sense, like I never owned the game to play Metal Gear Solid. Oh yeah, that does make sense. I know exactly what you mean. There was like a demo version. Oh, on now I know what you mean. You, they give you like demo discs, so I had the game, but I didn't have the game because oh, gotcha. Yeah, and then I, I, I was terrible at it. You'd have to like army crawl through all these people and try to sneak past them, and then they would have the thing when you got killed, a sneaker, a sneaker, <laughs> and that was a legitimate thing that they did at the end. Like they were trying to call you, and they were very desperate that because you had perished and died because you failed the mission, so. That was always a game I wanted to get into, but never did for some reason. So there was a a lot of that in my past with video games, especially. Yeah, there's always the ones that... And we... we, I know we're running... You know, it doesn't matter. Time doesn't matter here. Time is irrelevant now. Um, Time is a string that keeps us tied to the present. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Um, We don't like strings, as we've already said before. 